0: Welcome to Educationally Speaking on KVMR. I'm your host, Scott Lay, Nevada County Superintendent of Schools. The ...majority, backed by ultra-Orthodox and far-right parties. Palestinian leaders say it reflects growing extremism in Israeli politics. The Brazilian president has spoken publicly for the first time since his defeat on Sunday. While refusing to acknowledge the victory of his left-wing rival, Jair Bolsonaro said he would respect the Constitution the suspect in the hammer attack on the husband of the U.S. Well, uh, just to clarify, I'm Scott Lane, Nevada County Superintendent of Schools. I am not running for president uh, in Brazil. (laughs) So we got that all straightened out tonight, but we're glad you're with us. Just a little slight technical difficulty, but we got it under control here. This is the show, educationally speaking, that talks about topics that impact our schools and our students. Tonight... We are lucky enough to be talking to two of our outstanding teachers in Nevada County. Each one of them were selected as their teacher of their year from their respective districts. We're thrilled that they were able to take time to come here tonight after a busy day of working, post-Halloween, mind you. <laughs> uh, and with that, I'd like to welcome Jen Labarsky from Clear Creek School. Jen, welcome.
1: Thank you. It's nice to be here.
0: Glad you're here. And Audrey Delaney from Chicago Park School. Thank you. Well, again, thank you both for taking time out um, and and being here and talking about this. So let's talk about, first off, what you teach at your respective schools and with that. So, Jen, let's start with you. Let's talk about what you teach. And, uh, yeah, we'll start there.
1: Uh, I teach first grade at Clear Creek School.
0: First grade. And how long have you been teaching first grade?
1: Oh, man. I think I've been teaching first grade for over 15 years, accumulatively. Cumulative 15 yeah, years? Yeah.
0: yeah. Nice. It's a favorite. It's a favorite. Yeah, that's a good grade. <laughs> yeah. Audra, how about you? What grade?
2: I, I teach fourth grade.
0: Fourth grade. And how long have you been at Chicago Park?
2: I've been in Chicago Park cumulatively mm-hmm. about seven years. Seven years? Four years in fourth grade. Four
0: <laughs> years in fourth grade. And before that, what grade were you in? Fifth. Fifth grade you were teaching. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. That's, that's a fun grade. Four or mm-hmm. five is also mm-hmm. great as the kids start to get their uh, their own ideas and develop their personality. You really start to shine through, and it's just a cool. And it's a great curriculum in fourth grade as well. Yes. That's one of my favorite curriculums. <laughs> so let's start off. As as teacher of year, that's quite an honor. Um, it's something... You know, you work hard at. Usually the people who get this award are the ones that never toot their horn. (laughs) They're working diligently in classroom. They do whatever is needed to have their students succeed. They're there early. They're there late. They're usually in at their lunches helping students who need just that little extra bit of kick. Uh, So, in in short, it it takes a special kind of person. So, with that, we'll find out why the two of you got into teaching in the first place. So, Jen? Jen? What got you into teaching? What 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 made you decide this is my path? I want to be a teacher.
1: I've had some pretty amazing teachers in my life, spanning from kindergarten to college. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember my kindergarten teacher, Mrs. Murphy. Uh, she was always a teacher that stuck in my head, and she was so kind and nurturing and fun. And then I had an amazing teacher in college who taught me how powerful teaching can be, that you can truly change the world with their curriculum, how you speak to the kids. Mm -hmm. And I feel like those teachers really propelled me into the profession but i also think it's kind of hereditary i have so many aunts and uncles who teach that maybe it's just like in the blood as uh-huh. well maybe kind of it's cheap. in your
0: dna you had no it's choice dna i <laughs> right. had no
1: choice That was, was just the path that was chosen for me
0: <laughs> right now jen did you grow up in this area
1: i did not i you grew did, up in okay. the bay area
0: you grew up in the bay area I did, yeah and then what uh caused you to, to end up here in nevada county
1: um actually i I followed my husband up here. We met in Davis Uh and he works for a local engineering firm, um, he thought he, he grew up here he thought he was going to end up in the Bay Area and when he interviewed they said well there's this little town called Grass Valley and he said I know it well so <laughs> he came home uh-huh. and I followed and him and he brought you here and, he brought, and I love it here it's been a great All place right. to raise kids and to, and to teach as yeah. well
0: and was is Clear Creek your first spot or were you at other places i
1: kind of bounced around um, I started off at Mount St. Mary's okay. and then I ended up um, at Alta Sierra for a snippet of time mm-hmm. and Union Hill mm-hmm. and then and, um landed at Clear Creek. Clear Creek. And I've been there for almost fourteen years now. Wow. I know. All right. It's a great place to be.
0: Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, I love our little schools. I do too. Uh, Audra, same question to you. What got mm-hmm. you into this profession?
2: I liked your answer that it was hereditary because <laughs> I <laughs> I was going to say something similar because my mom was a teacher, first grade. Mm-hmm. Um, in Auburn. In for, Auburn for right. twenty Four years, I think, she taught first grade. I yeah, love and then her mother before her was a teacher and a principal. Right. So um, it runs pretty deep in our family. I tried to stay away from it a little bit, actually.
0: <laughs> you gave it your best shot, but yeah, uh, so DNA was I, against you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Not because I heard terrible stories or anything, just because, you know, when you're young, you want to steer away from what's already been done. And I tried that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And came back to teaching. Yeah.
0: Came back it. Now, have you? Uh, always been in Nevada Vatican teaching, or were you at uh, other places teaching before you no. ended up at Chicago Park?
2: I started out um, teaching in San Francisco at Sherman Elementary um, in Cow Hollow, if you know where that uh, is. Yeah. Um, it was really beautiful and it was a wonderful first almost four years before I had children of my own. Uh-huh. Um, it was gorgeous. I got to see the Golden Gate out of my third Yeah, Cow, Cow Hollow is a neat
0: yeah. area in, the, it in was, San Francisco. Yeah. yeah,
2: and second grade. Yeah, um, so years. I taught there for almost four years, and then I had a big chunk of time off raising my own kids, so f- almost 15 years um, mm-hmm. out of the classroom, um, home with my own kids, and then I've been back at work these past seven years.
0: Right. Yeah. And Chicago Park is thrilled <laughs> that you are back, as well as Nevada County. I'm
2: happy to be with there. That. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, with that. So uh, motivation, you know, we'll, we've talked about COVID and, and, and that was tough on everybody. And, you know just, I know we're still officially in a pandemic, but most of us it's in the rear view mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, and being motivated, you know it, what keeps you motivated going uh, because there's quite a high burnout rate uh, in a lot of professions, but particularly in education. So, considering that, Jen, what keeps you motivated? What keeps your juices flowing?
1: Um, For me, I've always kind of considered myself a a lifelong learner. Mm -hmm. I always try to bring something new to the classroom because I know if I'm getting bored, Mm -hmm. the kids are getting bored. Right,
0: right. they'll they'll pick up on that. Exactly.
1: And I think that by mixing things up and doing things different, that motivates me to continue to do what I do. Um, each year, we're encouraged by our principal to set a goal. Mm-hmm. And I love to, during the summer, kind of research that goal and figure out new things that I can do. And that just keeps me motivated to keep going, keeping yeah. it fresh right. and learning new strategies myself to incorporate in the classroom.
0: Right. That's great. And, and super important, I think, for, for teaching in any profession, if you're stagnant and doing the same thing mm-hmm. every year, You're not happy doing that. And certainly in education, kids pick up on that. They know it. So that's great. Audra, same question to you. What keeps you motivated Mm -hmm. and going?
2: Well, you mentioned it fourth grade. Uh It's pretty easy to be motivated in fourth grade where we live. Um, So it's one of the reasons I'd never want to leave fourth grade (laughs) is because here we are right where the gold rush happened, and field trips are just. They're here. Yes, they just Mm -hmm. handed to me. And so I love that, and I love getting to experience that with the kids. Right. Maybe someday I'll get bored, but hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I'm still excited to introduce them to all of the California history and um, field trips are a huge part of fourth grade for me because it's just so. Exciting and easy, and it fits right into the curriculum.
0: And it really is. And mm-hmm. for our listeners that don't know, fourth grade is California history, mm-hmm. uh, and so much of it revolves around the Gold Rush and this area. And so we have so many schools that come up to our area doing mm-hmm. field trips to Empire Mine or down to the Covered Bridge, Bridgeport, mm-hmm. or you know uh, Malakoff Diggins. Yeah. And for us, it's all in our backyard. Yes, and it's amazing. We're pretty lucky with that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that's great. So following on that creativity, I know in the write-ups for both of you and knowing your principals, and in both cases, they're superintendent principals, a dual role, Mm -hmm. um, creativity was big. And you have to be because at small schools, you wear so many hats Mm -hmm. um, with that. So so where do you tap into that, Jen?
1: Oh, I'm a shameless Pinterest pinner user. (laughs) I tell you, there's just scads of... Amazing idea. Sometimes I have to stop myself because you can really go <laughs> overboard. Um, but also, I think tapping into the kids' interests, they change every year. Mm-hmm. And I like to ride on what it is that gets them excited. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like bringing the creativity into the curriculum by incorporating things that the kids are really jazzed on um, for example, I have a kid on my class this year who is really into natural disasters, volcanoes, and you know tsunamis, and right. Right. you know trying to bring in curriculum that meets his excitement about those things uh-huh. <laughs> as a first grader. Yeah. Um, I think that's where my cre- my creativity comes from. From that, yeah,
0: nice feeding off of students and yeah, yeah and what they want, yeah, because they're so, especially in, in, in first grade, yeah, they're just.
1: Oh unicorns, yeah, dinosaurs, I, I yeah, yeah, monster yeah. trucks, all kinds of fun. All that good stuff. Excitement.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember one year it was it was either kindergarten or first grade where the kids wanted to know why we couldn't have unicorns.
1: Oh, absolutely. On,
0: in class, as we were, you know, they, they, and they were serious. Why, why not? Why can't we have a unicorn? So we <laughs> sat down, we, we as you know, the superintendent principal, of that side of, okay, let's sit down, let's have a talk with the first grade about
1: that. About the unicorns. But they were so into it. <laughs>
0: it was, and it just fed right off it. It was awesome. Absolutely. Still remember today. <laughs> that was years and years yeah. ago yeah. Uh, with that. Audra, how about you, the creativity piece?
2: I think I'm more adaptable, but I'm not very creative. It's but it's easy in fourth grade because the kids are already reading, and we're totally involved in literature. And so, for example, this year I'm reading an oldie but goodie now, Percy Jackson and the Lightning. Oh, all right, and yeah. Read alouds are always a favorite, um, and the kids are so into it. And you think that's a more modern classic, but this is a already fourth graders
0: haven't read that. Really, it's yeah. So, I know. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I remember when it came out. My kids yeah, read it. Right. Yeah. So that yeah. means I'm old. So this
2: generation of kids really don't know it, right. and so now they're getting really into um, all of the Greek myths and characters from those stories, and yeah. So right. that's exciting.
0: With that, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and with Chicago Park, part of the the, uh, the immigrant trail. Yeah. goes right through Chicago Park it was one of the branches yes. which is fascinating yes. and there's, there's a lot of rich history actually just right in Chicago mm-hmm. Park and how it became named Chicago Park and, and all that so yeah yep. ties right in mm-hmm. very cool That's cool well, as we mentioned, you know, with COVID, that was draining on everybody. I don't think anybody went, Yahoo, that was fun um, with that. But teaching itself can be difficult. It can be draining at times. You're you're dealing with, you know, a classroom full of kids, but everybody, parents, different values, different mm-hmm. sets. And, and um, you know, we're kind of in a time where I've noticed that... Uh, Tolerance has dropped, unfortunately. I think we need to get back to that place uh, of that. So people are quick, short-tempered, short fuses, and questioning. Um, So it can be difficult and draining at times. So how do you stay engaged and recharge your batteries uh, because of that? Jen, what's...?
1: I think it's really, it's truly it's self-care. Because with the teaching profession, you can spend hours and hours outside the classroom um, trying to create the perfect curriculum for your kiddos. Mm-hmm. And you have to realize that at times you need an off button. You need to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I know that's that's been a goal of mine, you know, spend time with my family. My girls are growing so fast. I need to enjoy that. Um, yeah. Taking time to go outside, um, read, just give myself that time. Because if I'm recharged, then I can go into the classroom the next morning, ready to be the best that I can be.
0: Right. Right. Now I think that that is super important. Mm-hmm. To have an interest outside and a family or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's 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 great. Audra, what do you do? How does how does that engage in recharging <laughs> is, your batteries? What what uh, That is a
2: challenge, it? I agree. Yeah. Um I especially now, I'm I'm feeling it. I'm tired and I'm feeling the effects of the last couple years. Mm-hmm. Um but I do have an on and off button, like you said. Um, And I'm either 100% on, and I tend to work really long hours, but then when I go home, I leave it at school. Mm -hmm. Because I get home, and my kids are still at home, at least some of them. Um, And so I can turn it off and cook and read and help my own kids study for their exams Mm -hmm. and completely shut off school. They still get to hear the stories, right? But, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's always summer and traveling and yeah. all of that. Yep.
0: With that, yeah, and I think that on-off switch. Is, mm-hmm. I think that's really important. And mm-hmm. and Jen, as you were saying too, to, to have that to both going home and enjoying enjoying your family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's critical because I really think you know, varying opportunities and other interests make you a more well-rounded, uh, better teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super important. With that, rewards of a, of the position, you know, in education, there are so many rewards that aren't financial. I mean, you know, to be honest, I think that's why most of us go into education. It's not um, it's not the highest paid of professions, um, but in richness, it it's definitely way up there with that. So, some of the rewards for you out at Clear Creek, what are they, Jen? What you you know? Because that's part of what makes both of you you. you the, the teacher of the year at your districts?
1: Um, Honestly, it's, it's the students uh, when they have that aha moment, when Mm -hmm. you see that light bulb go Mm -hmm. off, um, there's nothing like it. It's Mm -hmm. so exciting to see just the growth that happens on a daily basis and to leave your workplace each day, knowing that you've made a difference, Mm -hmm. no matter how big or small is such an incredibly rewarding um, thing. Also, I think with small schools, um, you see these kids start in kindergarten and you see them go through eighth grade mm-hmm. and you on a daily basis, you might cross paths and you get to say hi and ask how they're doing mm-hmm. and still be a big part of their life. And I love that. I yeah. absolutely love that. Um, and there's students that will always kind of stick with you because maybe you had to put in just extra work and time to make um, the classroom, a comfortable place for them and school, a comfortable place. And when you see them graduate as eighth graders, there's, there's nothing like it. It's pretty incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That would be a huge reward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what's so cool about a K Mm eight. You know, you do get to see that as they move up and watch them and you get to know the family and and the siblings and Mm -hmm. uh, everything You become part of their life and they're part of yours. So, Yeah. yeah. So Audra, how about you? Same question. The rewards of the position. Yeah. I, and we're probably going to find some similarities, yeah, of I'm course. guessing. I know
2: what you saying. Yes, what yes. she said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah I agree completely. It's, it's really fun to watch the kids who are coming up the grades and get to know them a little and younger siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's nice to know the family already. Um, I've had every student, uh, every parent who's on the school boards. Child in mm-hmm. my class, that's really neat. which is really nice, um, and so they know me as a person and a teacher already. It's just that small community,
0: yeah.
2: yeah. Um, and seeing the kids' growth, um, sometimes it's the aha moment, mm-hmm. but more often it's gradual, and it's it yes. sneaks up on you. I just had one of those today where I went, "Huh, that is like a different student sitting right there uh-huh. than it was two and a half months ago." Um, and and seeing them start to love school mm-hmm. or love it again cuz they had a rough couple years too yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely um, so.
2: really hard seeing them really love school and not want to miss days and not want to even go to the bathroom watching them run that's my favorite cuz <laughs> a window where I can see them I'll say sure you can go to the bathroom but you're going to miss stuff and they want and to they hurry. they run. Yeah. They run so fast and run back like, like, like they're missing something. They don't something. want to miss anything.
0: Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Versus the one that's looking at a rock or <laughs> yeah. taking their time. Right. Finding the bathroom that's the furthest away from your classroom. Right. No, yeah, I they love hurry. to watch awesome. sprint.
2: I'm like, okay. Yeah. That's great. That's that is great. very cool. They're loving school. Yeah. So. yeah.
0: And, Audra, uh, the number of students now at uh, Chicago Park this year. Woo! Where are it's, you
2: at? It's fluctuated a lot this mm-hmm. year. We've had a little movement. I know my class is 19. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know our numbers are up. Um, because I think a lot of people are kind of reconfiguring what they're thinking of as far as school. We had a lot of people coming out of homeschool, mm-hmm. and seen moving that to kind the of area. Yeah. We have a couple of new families in my class that are new to the area. Um, so I think our numbers are up a little bit. But we've mm. had a strange
0: couple of years. Yeah, up and down. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think everybody has. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, wow. and Jen, number at Clear Creek this year. Where are you guys about? One, I, you
1: know, 15, uh, about 60? yeah, uh, I think maybe one. I think Chicago
0: Park's similar. I think
1: we're about 150. Yeah, yeah. I don't. You're, don't help me. Very close. Yes, yeah, I know. Yeah. Because I, I have nineteen yeah. also well, no, in my class this year, so we have the same number of, of kiddos. Right. Right. Yeah. And same thing. A lot of parents kind of moving into the area. Yeah. Um, I know I have a couple of kiddos this year who were homeschooled last year. Mm-hmm. And now they're back into back the, in the classroom yep, me too. or that's in the classroom right. for the first time, right. which is oh right, Cause, yeah, cause yeah, yeah, in first grade yeah. kindergarten last year. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah with that, with, yeah. and that's so great. And then, yes. but it's hard they, the socialization piece. Yes, that's what I noticed. Where you know they. Didn't have that with their classmates, so there's yeah. probably some some teaching of that that normally Absolutely. is there, yeah. and it's not. And even fourth grade, we've got where there those are the gaps, yeah. Um, which kind of brings me to my next question. It might be part of it. Uh, you know, the, the biggest challenges you face in the classroom, and I would think that's got to be one. Just getting kids back together, how to play mm-hmm. nicely, um, just used to playing with each other again. So. Yeah. Uh, that maybe it may not be, but what would be? What would you say, Jim? Oh, what one no, of the biggest challenges I, in the classroom you face.
1: I absolutely agree with you. Is um, teaching respect and kindness? What does that look like in the classroom? Mm-hmm. What does it look like outside of the classroom? Um, starting them young, so when they get to fourth grade, they have that that component kind of instilled on how to treat each other. Mm-hmm kindly Mm -hmm. um but also i think it goes back to time i'm I'm so impressed audra that you can just like leave it and go home i feel like there's times (laughs) where i'm like ah it's eight o'clock and i'm still uh, there's not enough hours in the day um so I need to take your lead. <laughs> I need to leave it at school. I don't usually come home until 5.30 or <laughs> Okay, maybe that's why I need to So there are trade-offs. There are trade-offs. There are trade-offs. Yeah, yeah. Trade-offs. So yeah. Trade-offs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I wish there were just more more hours in the day. Yeah. More hours in the yeah. day.
0: So we'll look into that. Look
1: into that. Make it I'll happen. Call,
0: I'll make some calls down to Sacramento. We'll see if we can get <laughs> squeeze we can, a few more can hours in. That up for you. A okay. <laughs> Audrey how about you? Biggest challenges in the classroom. I would have to
2: agree it's social stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am noticing some academic um kind of holes that mm-hmm. we're having um and I don't know if it's and and I have to say that a lot of families are coming from all over the place mm-hmm. and we're still I'm still even this late in the year trying to assess where some of the kids are and right. trying to figure out where and and sometimes i think okay everybody's at the same and right. then and then i'm mistaken they're not at the same level
0: right which is unusual to it be at the 1st of november now and still it is unusual. needing those assessment because yeah. of the holes
2: yes yeah. and and things pop up that yeah. i'm not expecting yeah. just happens to be that was the time of year right. that they left or they, they came back or um and yeah. and my new students too um have come from different districts and different parts of the state and i have students who didn't even start the year with me i just i have one that was has been here a week one that's been here three weeks so it's just wow. kind of yeah trickling it's a, in mm-hmm.
0: yeah Yep. so yeah. that's a challenge that would be
1: think about that because my kiddos this year had a i mean as quote-unquote, typical, normal kind of year last year. Mm-hmm. We were on campus. Um, and so for me, I'm not seeing as many holes because they're younger. But I think about the upper-grade oh, mm-hmm. teachers whose students r- were truly, truly impacted by mm-hmm. at-home learning or distance learning. Mm-hmm. That's got to be so tough. That's true. The, the lower the grade you're teaching, yeah, the quicker... The mm-hmm. effects of this yeah. are going to be passed. Are going to be passed. are you are <laughs> you hearing that
0: from your upper grade colleagues?
1: Um, yeah, I think it's just across the board. It, I mean, it, it makes was absolute sense. A really difficult time for educators and for students yeah. to distance. Learning.
0: Well, and when we look, the CASP scores just came out. Yeah, and they're definitely down. Uh, but if you go into them in more detail, and I don't think anybody expected them to be up. I mean, you simply cannot go through a pandemic. and and hold steady um but if you really start breaking it down uh, and not just the general you see those holes that you're both talking about you know where they'll be at grade level here the drop below here above and it's it's quite quite interesting um and it certainly is is gonna help us fill in those gaps but absolutely with those pieces Mm -hmm. yeah yeah great observation now one thing I love is our stories and I'm sure you probably have a good story because, you know, about one of your students or students. So um, we got to talk about that. Yes. Okay, so, Jen, do you have one? You, I you're smiling. I You, you have to, give to time to think of it.
1: I had to name. think of one. <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, I've always thought it would be great, in hindsight, if I wrote a, just every memory that I have from the classroom. Mm, Funny things wow. the kids said. I haven't. Maybe I'll start tomorrow. I, I think tomorrow is always the best day to start <laughs> yeah. a new project. Um, but I do have a memorable memory. Uh, um, I had a student last year, uh, just super gregarious, happy, very sweet kiddo. And towards the end of the year last year, she was also an artist. She said, Mrs. L, I, I'm making something for you for the end of the year. Uh-huh. I said, oh, great. She said, it's said, it's not ready yet, but I'm gonna, I'll bring it in. And a couple days before the last day of school, she came in with this wrapped canvas and she says, it's a picture of you. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, you always wonder what you look like to the kids right, you're teaching. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it was the most darling picture. I was in a dress with a big smile and she put my little dog Cruz right next to me right in the picture. There. But what I dyed, my hair, my hair was frizzy it was all over the place and she said mrs lebarski i brought out my special silver sharpie just for all the silver in your oh hair oh
0: my i love it
1: i have it hanging in my and classroom, and she's saying the most this
0: loving way oh, i love that that uh, is yeah. awesome
1: so i have that hanging in my classroom.
0: that is cool yeah. that is really cool audra how about you any silver that's hair that's
2: pictures no. no no not yet <laughs> But they 're coming yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I was thinking about this when when I looked at the notes. Um, I was thinking about a student last year who we had studied all of the California history and we had, dugout, we had studied the dugout canoes mm-hmm. and all the different types of water going crafts, and we'd studied the age of sail and the the boats that had to be sunk in the bay because they didn 't have crews to sail them out. Mm-hmm. And we studied all, all these different kinds of boats. And then the end of the year, we took a trip um, when we were studying immigration to California. Um, We take a field trip to Angel Island and go to the um, immigration Mm -hmm. station there on the island. And I had told the kids all about it. And we previewed it. And we looked at the poetry that's been etched on the walls. And they were completely prepared and super excited. And um, we drove to Tiburon. and. Of course, we were taking the ferry, mm-hmm. and we got there, and they were con- this this whole group was convinced that we were going to be paddling,
0: <laughs> paddling, <laughs> paddling from across. Tiburon over yes. to Angel Island.
2: <laughs> I think they were just picturing the dugout canoes, right? And we you had were done going so and probably yes. very
0: disappointed that there was a ferry the, and the not fairy, dugout yeah, canoes. The
2: ferry was there, and they went. Oh, my goodness. Okay, uh, this is not a paddling type of boat. That is so adorable. funny they just from what there. you yeah. talked about. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's great. Uh, those That's those are funny. both good stories. Yeah. Thanks for sharing those. So, you know, we're, we're November 1st. We still got a long way to go in the year. So what are some future events, plans going on at the schools? Yeah. Jen, uh,
1: Clear Creek this year is having their... Holiday program um, where the kids are going to start practicing Thursday Third, Right, their special holiday songs with an amazing couple who's been doing it for Clear Creek for years and years and years. Um, and we haven't been able to do this for so long because uh, of the pandemic. Back. So it's back. We get to do it. And what's neat is um, the kids come in the evening and they dress up and they get to sing right. and the gym is all decorated. And
0: and, and, and you must be talking about Patsy and Ben Hammond. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Uh, who've done it?
0: They've done it forever.
1: They're phenomenal out there.
0: They are former teacher, current board member out yes. there, and, and yeah, and uh, leader of the Christmas programs. Yeah. And it's a great. It's a. It's a very cool. We're little, really little looking Christmas forward program. to that. That'll be nice. Audra, how about at uh, Chicago Park?
2: That sounds really nice. And it sounds very similar Similar? to Uh, what I think our schools must be very similar. Um, (laughs) We do have a Christmas holiday program as well. And the kids get all dressed up in their holiday finery. And they come in the evening. um, And all the kids perform.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
2: Our PTA does an amazing winter bazaar to where the kids get to come oh. in and buy gifts for their family oh, that's and they cool. wrap them up. I love that so part. that's very sweet
0: that's great so that's
2: coming up as well
0: right mm-hmm. now the, you know both the, the, the holiday programs at both your schools would be fantastic to see and I would say hey public come check it out the week before but I imagine space is tight I'm looking at parking lots roads I remember that so even the gym itself yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. So, they're small so you might be able to buy the DVD right from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we'll market that <laughs> uh, um yeah. So uh, then, uh, anything else through the rest of the year, or, or or even any any final thoughts here? We're coming down. We've got about a minute left. Um,
1: uh, it's just been nice. The mic is both
0: yours. Anything? Yeah.
1: Fun time chatting. Yeah, yeah. it was really fun. Yeah, fun to share what we do on a daily basis. And I think you're you're right in the sense that we typically don't. Share in the sense that like, we kind of just do our thing. We, we go into our own little classroom world. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's neat yeah, to share with a broad audience.
0: It is. It is. And, and, and being a, a single grade, uh, and it's the only grade on a small school, Yeah, you don't have anybody... To talk about what am I doing in my curriculum or that you got somebody above you and below you fairly, you know, but uh, it's kind of fun to, to share. And uh, I think that's what's so neat about our teacher of the year event is getting to see all the amazing teachers we have in Nevada County. and You get just a little snippet of what they do and why they're magical. Um, we hope our audience Got to uh, got to a little taste of what makes Audra and Jen so special at their schools. Uh, we wanted to thank Jen. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Audra. I told you it wouldn't be too bad. Thanks for coming.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> thank no. you.
0: Thanks, and we want to thank our audience for listening. This is Educationally Speaking on KVMR. Have a wonderful evening.